everybody. So today I'm doing one of my movies that I saw in the month recaps. And so we're talking about the movies that I saw in September. And I felt like I hardly saw anything. But then once I looked at it, especially when you include TV movies, I saw quite a few. So <laughs> that's, that's the weirdness of my life. <laughs> but let's get started and talking about what came out frown worthy and what came out smile worthy. All right. So first up, I have my one and only. This is from Hallmark Channel. And this was a really bonkers script. Like it's nuts. And <laughs> it, uh, I didn't quite buy the character development of particularly Stephen Huzar as this like nerdy guy. And supposedly it's set in this sort of a reality show kind of thing and because <laughs> Stephen Huzar is one of the most handsome man I've ever seen and him pretending to be this nerdy guy didn't quite work for me also <laughs> like Sam Page is way too comfortable being a third wheel for almost this whole movie but it did have some really really fun sequences and I really like Pascal Hutton in it and I, it was weird enough that I, I kind of enjoyed it and I did think everybody uh, I did think that Sam Page and her had nice chemistry and so overall it's not a great movie but it was entertaining <laughs> so I give it a marginal smile worthy. Next I saw Steven Universe the movie and I have seen only a couple episodes of the show, so I'm not super well-versed in it. Uh, but I found the movie to be quite beautiful. I really liked the animation, thought there was a nice heart to it. I, I thought it had, had some funny parts. I, I didn't feel like it was that hard to follow it or to understand what was going on. But I did think that Spinell was kind of annoying. So I wasn't a big fan of her as a villain. I know that some fans of the show were especially not happy with her as a villain. But I don't know the show well enough to feel that way. But overall, I thought it was an, an interesting, entertaining, sweet little movie. So uh, I would give it Smile Worthy. Okay, I made up uh, for some movies that I had missed on Hallmark Channel, and I saw the uh, last Aurora Tea Garden movie, Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries, A Very Foul Play, and I didn't really like this movie. I felt like the, uh, that Aurora, like, meddling in with people that's not Arthur and that's from a whole nother a whole nother police department was kind she was kind of irritating to me and i'm not a big fan of the nephew character in this and he he plays a big part in this one and i just found it kind of annoying i didn't really care for it so frown worthy then there was witness to murder a dower mystery so this is our fourth darrow and darrow movie and this one i thought was great i thought the witty banter between tom cavanaugh and kimberly williams was really really sharp and fun you got to see the relationship progress which i really liked and uh, you got to see some growth on Wendy Malick's character. It was funny. I it's it's definitely one of the best things to come out of Hallmark this year, and so definitely smile worthy. Then next, I saw Hustlers, and I thought that this movie was okay. <laughs> I I liked the performances Constance Wu and Jennifer Lopez. I think were both good in it, and they had chemistry together as friends. 
and I think it was filmed pretty well. And overall, it was an interesting story. But I do think that it's been way overhyped. Uh, I feel like the the story has is pretty repetitive, uh, in that you get so many of the same kind of dancing scenes over and over again, and then when things go south, you get so many of the same uh, drugging the guys scenes over and over and over again. And I, I thought there were so many other parts of these people's character that we could have gotten to know and that i would have been very interested to know about their their experiences being a mother or uh their relationships uh outside of the uh the club i don't know it was just it was fine it was i thought a perfectly serviceable uh entertaining little movie uh but it was nothing spectacular in my opinion i give it small worthy but just barely uh, then I have Forever in My Heart. This is from Hallmark. And this was really good. I really liked it. It's about a, a girl who goes over to Ireland. She works there as a student. She has a boyfriend that uh, works for the same hotel that she does, uh, who's over there in Ireland. She ends up leaving and then they can't make the long distance work. But then through her job, she ends up coming back. And I, I liked Merritt Patterson. I liked Jack Turner in this. I just thought it was really charming. I liked all the supporting characters. And I thought that their relationship made a certain amount of sense. And and uh, so, I don't know. I really, I thought this one of the better ones of the year for sure. So, smile worthy. Then I went to Ad Astra. This, it was a beautiful experience to watch in IMAX. And I think I enjoyed the experience of watching it more than the actual film, if that makes sense. I mean, it's so pretty. Also, like I kept thinking that it was going different places, but then when it didn't at the end, I left kind of flat and cold. Uh, it, the story has a lot of problems it feels very random it feels I, I was left kind of thinking what is it they're trying to say like I, I felt like they were obviously trying to say something about mental health but and family but it was all very vague to me and not told very well uh and I mean Brad Pitt is good but mm, uh, I mean it's it's just beautiful enough and just kind of interesting and weird enough I did give it a fresh so I'll give it small worthy but it's not great, <laughs> but it's watchable, I guess, uh, on the IMAX if you can. I don't know. I gave it a 5.5 in my fresh, so barely. Then uh, Downton Abbey, the movie I actually saw twice, and I really, really enjoyed it. I thought they did such a good job of uh, telling us more about all of our favorite characters and uh, I, I just, I thought it had nice heart to it. It was funny. The script was just really well done as it always is for Downton Abbey. And it was just a nice little break something to just enjoy. And I did. So I give it small worthy. Then I saw The Overcomer and this is a christian film from the kendrick brothers who last gave us war room and uh it actually stars and is written by alex kendrick and i think he definitely took off more than he can chew he's not the greatest actor in the world and and i felt like the movie was very uh i don't know it was focused on him when i don't think it should have been focused on him i think it should have been focused on the girl uh the the, the this runner 
and uh, and it's just it was very preachy very over the top there's actually they keep casting priscilla shire in these movies and there's actually a point where she compliments her own prayer saying how beautiful it is which was hilarious and uh there were a couple decent performances but it was just the script wasn't great the acting wasn't great and it's just not a successful faith-based film in my opinion of what you want in kind of any kind of subtle character development, any kind of subtle growth uh, in in the characters. So that's just my opinion. So frownworthy for me on The Overcomer. Then I saw the anime film Promare. And this is by a studio called Trigger Studios. And this movie is it's very it wouldn't be good for anyone with like sensory issues because there's a lot at the screen uh but uh but it it was frenetic and intense and crazy and i kind of found it amazing i thought it was very exhilarating the story is actually pretty good uh about this world where there's this group of people called the burnish and then there's these firefighters who their goal is to kind of hunt down the burnish and basically like destroy the burnish. And so there's sort of this outlawed group of people and then things get kind of messy as they always do. And the animation was just so great. And I thought that it actually had a lot of heart and it even had some humor, uh, some intense situations. It was, I thought, excellent. So I give it small worthy. Uh, then I saw Mystery 101, uh, Words Can Kill, and Mystery 101, Dead Talk. And I thought that both of them were serviceable. Uh, I, I did like, I think, Dead Talk the most out of this series. I do like the, um, the, the combination of the Jill Wagner and Christopher Paloha. I, I wish I liked the series a little bit more than I have, but it's, it's fine. It's entertaining, uh, the clues. And I just feel like this series would be so much better if it was one hour that stretching out to a two hour movie just almost never works. Uh, but it was okay. I give it smile worthy. Uh, then I saw Out of Liberty, which is directed by Garrett Batty, who I've really liked both of his faith-based films. This is how you do it right. Uh, I like both of his films uh, previous to this. I really liked Freetown, was in my top 10 of that year. And then I really enjoyed The Saratov Approach, which were both movies about people that were kind of in confined, uh, in incarceration uh, or in confined spaces, doing something tense, a tense situation. And I think in both cases, actually, their faith doesn't really help them all that much, but except for to give them spiritual strength. And there's not a miracles kind of movie really at all. And, and this uh, was really interesting because it's something different from him, from him. He's telling the story of Joseph Smith in uh, Liberty Jail uh, when they were falsely uh, incarcerated, unfairly incarcerated for uh, about six months, I think, uh, in uh, in Liberty Jail in Missouri, which was basically you had to. It was basically a dungeon. You had to access it through a rope in the middle of the uh in the jail and what's interesting about this movie is that it's actually not about them they're the supporting characters the main character is the jailer who's not a person of faith and so i thought that made it very interesting 
And I thought this was really well written. And I thought that uh, you got lots of different perspectives and I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, was great. So I give it Smile Worthy. Uh, then I saw Abominable and I thought this movie was so sweet. I really liked the, 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 the Abominable, the Everest, the, the, the creature. He was so, he was so sweet. And I liked the growth um, on all three kids. I, I thought the music was beautiful. I thought the animation was beautiful. And I just really enjoyed it. So I give it Smile Worthy. And I saw Can You Keep a Secret? This is based on Sophie Kinsella novel. And for some reason, her novels just don't turn into that great of movies. Uh, I don't know why. Because I didn't like Shopaholic and I didn't like this. I think Tyler Oakland Ho Oakland is very dreamy. But I didn't think he had any chemistry with Alexander Daddario. And the big reveal at the end, the big secret, is ridiculous like nobody would keep that a secret i thought all the attempts at r-rated humor really fell flat uh and, and just were kind of unpleasant as opposed to being funny and uh, it just was tonally off and didn't work so frown worthy then i saw judy and i have an unpopular opinion about this one i thought it was super generic of every biopic i've ever seen I, I thought that it had a performance that was screaming for an Oscar. It didn't feel, it's like it was missing that heart that, that I like to see in a movie like this. And worst of all, I thought they really skunked it on the music. I didn't think she sounded anything like Judy Garland at all. And I, I think that uh, they should have just had her dub it. And because it was missing the heart, like something like Walk the Line, yes, walking phoenix doesn't sound like johnny cash but because of the great chemistry in that movie between him and reese witherspoon it overcame that but there was there this just to me every beat of it felt so just completely generic and thing i've seen a million times and for judy i don't think i think she deserved better than this and so i wasn't a fan i give it frownworthy uh, then I watched the documentary series by Ken Burns, one of my favorite documentarians. I always watch his series and he had one on country music and I really enjoyed it. I, I don't have much time to watch things like this, but I was just so engrossed. It, I made time and maybe that's why I saw a few less movies, <laughs> but uh, it was great smile worthy for country music. Then uh, Chronicle Mysteries, The Deep End. Uh, this was making up for it as well. And I, I thought this one uh, was okay. I, I thought they used the podcasting element, probably the best out of these series. But, and, and I think that she, Alison Sweeney and Benjamin Ayers have nice chemistry together. But again, I feel like this should just be an hour show. I think it's stretching too long. And there were so many things she did that were illegal, like so many, like warrants that she should have had to get, so many other things that it was it was a little much for me. So mm, I'm going to give it frown worthy, but it's, it was serviceable, I guess. I don't know. Not my favorite. Uh, then the last thing I saw is a little student film called Santa girl. And uh, this movie was made by the students of Shenandoah university. And it's about Santa's daughter who ends up going away to college. And obviously this is a micro budget film. It does not have the budget of a, 
if even a Hallmark movie or even close to that. And uh, even something like Up or Ion, it's, this is on a much smaller budget, but uh, it had a lot of heart and I just enjoyed the energy of these students and uh, their, I don't know, just their zest for, for making this film. I don't know, just had like an energy to it that I really found very heartwarming. I thought the, the girl who played her uh her elf friend was really funny and sweet and i thought barry bostick was was really good as santa and i liked both of the guy leads and the script was was fun and i i I enjoyed it i thought it was uh, a a nice little start to the holiday season for with santa girl i think that if you aren't too caught up in oh this isn't filmed in a fancy way uh, this, the, you know, this is super, super low budget. If that doesn't bother you, I think you can watch this and have a pretty good time uh, and, uh, and kind of appreciate uh, real boots on the ground filmmaking. I think you, you will, you will like it. So I give it small worthy. So there you go. That's my thoughts on this month's movies. We've got an exciting month coming up for October over on Hallmarkies podcast. We're going to be previewing all of the Christmas movies and we have them starting on the 25th of October. So definitely make sure you're subscribed to that podcast so that you can get all of the recaps for Hallmark and all the rest of the holiday films. We're going to try our best to cover as many as we can. So I'm really excited about that. And then we've got lots of fun stuff coming up for Rachel's reviews as well. And make sure that you're subscribed. I have now separate feeds uh, uh, on iTunes for Talking Disney and the uh, Criterion Project. And I'm really excited about that. So I'll put links down. Make sure you follow those, give your ratings and reviews, and also for Rachel's reviews. So Anyway, thank you so much and consider becoming a patron. We are doing so many fun stuff and have giveaways and other great benefits for becoming a patron. So thanks again. I'll talk to you all later. Bye.